This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Brazilian update. Brazil's soybean exports are hot right now, well above where they were last year at this time. There is expected to surpass 14 million metric tons for April. They've exported 27.1 million metric tons so far for 2020, roughly 5 million more metric ton than last year at this time. They're down to the last 5% in the soybean harvest. The second crop corn harvest is still a month away. My son's brother-in-law is having trouble getting the beans out. It has been raining a lot. That is bad news as it potentially hurts the germination as most of their soybeans are raised for seed. It is good news, however, for their second crop of corn. Their soybean yields have been outstanding so far for the first time ever. They are not sure that they have enough space in their seed shed to store it all. We would like to have that kind of problem. We heard our first estimate for next season's soybean crop. This is a long ways off, but one analyst called for 130 million metric ton of soy production there next year. That will be another 6% larger than the current crop they just harvested. That seems quite plausible as everybody is coming off of a stellar year. Yields were good and prices were better. Their corn needs one more good rain to ensure a good crop. It should be right at expectations around 100 million metric ton level. The corn market has stayed stable, however. The ethanol industry in Brazil is getting hammered, much like in the U.S. Fuel demand is eroded overnight as travel has dropped off due to COVID-19 quarantine. Corn ethanol plants may be better off temporarily becoming grain traders, reselling the corn in the open market rather than try to process it at negative margins. One more point to add to Brazil comments is that it is the currency valuation that is killing us in the export department. The real was 5.46 to the dollar Wednesday, another record. The Russian ruble, Brazilian real, and Argentine peso are stealing our lunch. As cheap as corn got here this week in dollars, Argentina still underpriced us in the export market. They're beating us because of the currency. Unfortunately, I don't see it as currency manipulation. Their economies are basket cases, so why would they hold up against the dollar? Weakness in the Mexican peso also hurts us in another way. It dilutes their buying power as our goods get more expensive. That hurts our exports, too. A sale of 198,000 metric tons of soybeans were reported to China. China is supposed to step in, but have come with a lighter footprint than expected. They have been meeting their current needs with commodities from others. There's talk that if China is going to make major U.S. purchases, they will do it to build their strategic reserves. And then what? We've had a couple of near-perfect days weather-wise with a surprise high in the low 80s, which was unexpected. Soil condition for planting has been called perfect. Unfortunately, there is rain in the forecast as the near-term forecast turns wetter. Ethanol blending demand was up 3.4% last week. That looks like improvement until given the perspective that it was off 44% from last year. Ethanol production was off 1.2% for the week, but was off over 46% compared to last year. Ethanol stocks are up 22% from a year ago. The trade was expecting worse, so that must be what good news looks like now. Ethanol exports are a dud as well. As noted, the ethanol market in Brazil has tanked too, and new corn-based ethanol plants were shuttered, putting the corn they own back on the market. We are talking more corn becoming available in Brazil, 5 to 6 million metric tons. That could cut into what China buys here. The ethanol industry is on track with depressed consumption to deliver a 4 billion bushel corn carryover next year. 
Right now, most people think that the crude oil market going 43 cents negative in the May contract is the ultimate low. What has changed? The Saudis continue to lease every oil tanker and fill every storage tank available globally. It started the price war to punish Russia for cheating on agreements to reduce production and to set back the U.S. shale oil industry, U.S. biofuel industry, and take high-cost producers offline. So you think that the Saudis are done and they'll stop? Think again. What happens next month when global oil storage capacity is completely inundated with supply? Crude oil was again up over $18 a barrel. That was up over 250% from the June contract low. Selling will return again to this market. It's not over until the Saudis say that it is over. Donald J. Trump wants to bail out the oil industry with Treasury cash, but that's not the same thing as being engaged with oil policy. Our military is defending Saudi refineries while the Saudis break our oil industry, and they're letting them. Tell me how the ethanol industry recovers. Hopefully it will get bailed out with the oil companies. You've been listening to this Comstock report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.